Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You guys do realize this transgender thing is a much bigger issue than just what it appears, right? I mean, I know you know this. What's the end game here is what we should be asking ourselves because this is way too much hoopla over something that is just so small in the scheme of things. If you believe, if you're jacked up enough to believe that you're living in another person's body, I feel sorry for you. I don't dismiss it. I, I think they probably really believe it. There are people that think they're cats. Doesn't make you a cat. But if you think you are, it's fine. I have no problem. The mind is a tricky thing. It does crazy stuff on you. It can make white people think they're black like Rachel Dolezal and vice versa, I'm sure. There's all kinds of pathologies that occur out there. But it doesn't make it so. And this is one that that always floors me because you you say to yourself, "Why why are we fixating on this? We've got better things to do, but we are. Welcome, folks. Kevin Jackson's here listening to the Kevin Jackson Network, 844-551-8255. The Dodgers apologize for disinviting a drag charity to its pride night. First of all, hey, Dodgers, why do you have a pride night? (laughs) You're a baseball team. And I don't know how many gay people play on your team, but here's what I do know. I know that if a gay player is better than Ozzie Smith at shortstop, you don't care that they're gay. If a gay player can hit like Josh Gibson, okay, for you white folks, Babe Ruth, you don't care. Let him play. If he's on your team, I'm here and I'm queer and I will knock the ball, I'll knock the skin off the ball. (laughs) Okay, do it. You don't care. Why do you have a pride night? See, I, I don't like, I don't own a baseball team. I don't, I'm not a, I mean, I do own a company. I own quite a few companies, but I'm just a regular old capitalist. I just say, produce a good product. See what happens. Dodgers, let me put it this way. If you lose ball games, if you cannot win, if you don't put together winning seasons, nobody's going to come to gay pride night or pride night. I don't care what you do. So, and and for the record, I'm just curious. When they did Pride Night, how many people were gay? Any idea? 
Was the entire audience gay or was it just a thing? Pride night. So, you know, in an audience of what, 40,000 people, 50,000 people, the percentage of gays was what? Did it jump up considerably on pride night or was it just regular? And, And it's funny that they have to do the one night. I don't know how the gays feel about this, but and, and I don't think this has been tested yet. So I'm going to come up with something revolutionary right now, right for this show, the Kevin Jackson show, 844-551-8255. If you think this is cool, uh, let's have Black Pride Night <laughs> at the ball game, Black People Night. And let's see how well you do, Dodgers. We're only going to have black people on this night or that's this going to be Black Pride Night. Did everybody come in uh, Black Power Night? Let's do it at Black Power Night. Black Power Night. See how well you do. See how well your business functions. 13% of the people, a bunch of who don't really care about baseball. Now, basketball, you might get away with it. But baseball, not so much. You better throw in some Puerto Ricans and some Dominicans. Let me put it that way couple of Cubanos, because if you do Black Pride Night on that night, you're not going to have a significant number. Not to mention, a lot of people don't be scared. <laughs> They're going to be scared to go. Because <laughs> it's like going to a rap concert. Oh, yeah, I'm okay getting in trouble. Don't worry about it. People listen to the radio show. Kevin, you're going to get some backlash. I think you mean blacklash, don't you? I, you get how is it crazy? Is it? I, let's have woman night in baseball. Let's have woman night. Let, let's celebrate everybody. We're going to celebrate pride. Ooh, let's celebrate pride. I, I tell you what you should have. You should have disingenuous fan night. Because if you're watching a baseball game, what, what, what should be your concern? Are you concerned that th- there's not enough gay players on the team? You know what's interesting? They don't have black power night, but they have a bunch of black folks going, well, why aren't there more black people playing? Why aren't there more black uh, owners? Why aren't there more black this, black coaches, black this? The one thing I will give the gays credit, they're not like, "What? where are my gay gay coaches and gay owners? We don't have any gay coaches and gay owners. But you want to have a pride night for us? That's not enough. Told you I was going to be innovative on this show today. I want to get the gays mad. Get up there and get, where are our owners? Come on. And, and, and if I were the owners, I would say, okay, well, I, I profess to be gay. How about that? When black owners, when black people go, well, there's not enough black owners. I, if I'm a white owner, I'd go, I profess to be black. Is that cool? Because it seems like you can change the rules any way you want, right? If I'm making fun of all this racial nonsense and coming back to this very central core of one of the, the things that we do at, at, at our company, unhyphenated America, is because we don't care. It's not just about hyphenations, African-American, whatever. It's woman American, gay American, whatever. Those are the hyphens, too. You're not a gay American. You're not a transsexual American. You're not a, a lesbian American. You're not a female American. You're an American. And if you go to a baseball game, they shouldn't have to have a pride night for you because your pride should be. I know this is going to sound really weird, but stay with me here, folks. Okay, your pride should be in your team. 
That's your tribe. That I don't know what you, who they cheer for in the L.A. Dodgers when they're playing against, say, the uh, Dallas, uh, who the Texas Rangers. But I'm going to bet the people in L.A. are cheering for the Dodgers, and the people back in Texas are cheering for the Rangers. I'm, I'm just going to take a, a, a wild stab at it. I, I know I don't know a whole lot about it, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't think it's about gay pride, black pride, uh, woman pride, whatever. Uh, By the way, women, aren't you a little bit upset that there are no women in the major leagues? Oh, aren't you upset that there aren't enough women coaches? Aren't there there aren't enough women owners? Oh, wait, they're married to the men. (laughs) That's right. They're they're riding on those coattails. Forget what I said. You get this whole thing, folks? This is the craziness of the world that we live in where we got to have gay pride night for this or gay gay day at Disney. Gay this, gay that, black this, black that, whatever. Woman this, woman that. And they all claim that we can be anything we want to be, but they still love their categories, don't they? This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Kevin Jackson Radio Show. And it didn't cost us a dime. Who doesn't realize by now that sex sells? Huh? Any of you? And you know which sex sells the best? Free sex. <laughs> yeah. And there are people that realize that. They're like, you know what? Come get your free sex. Jeffrey Epstein was a guy that said, come get your free sex. He established Epstein Island, the place to invite the world's richest, most powerful people to visit. And then what would happen is guilt by association. Now, if you're on that manifest, travel manifest to Epstein Island, well, you're guilty by association. You didn't have to do anything wrong, but now you're in a cover-up mode. And then there were some who are actually guilty by action. Because when they got there, they went, what? This is a playground. A playground for all your carnal pleasures, all the debauchery you could imagine in one place that everybody thought was exclusive. Nobody would know about it. It was kept under wraps. That's what the, the super wealthy do. You don't know. Oh, I hate to tell you this. Me either. Me either. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't either. Because <laughs> people are like, well, Kevin, you know. No, I don't know either. But I'll tell you this. I know it exists. And you don't have a clue what wealthy people can do. How they can hide their dirty, as we say in the vernacular. How they can arrange for things you have no ability to arrange for. You couldn't even fathom how to do it. They have that kind of wealth. And I don't decry it at all. If they've earned it, legitimately earned it, I don't decry it. Most of them haven't, though. They haven't legitimately earned it. They've earned it on the backs of people. I I know I'm sounding like a leftist, but I'm saying 
If you earn your money, I don't care how much you earn. Elon Musk has earned his money. Oh, Kevin, he got subsidies from the government. No, he played the game. But he earned his money. And he innovated. And he deserves his money. You could even say the same for Bezos. You could even say the same for Bill Gates. I, I Look, throw them all in there. When you earn your money, I, there's no problem for me. Now, when you go steal it, when you unionize and you steal it, and, and you pay people to steal it, and you do nothing like the Bidens, and you earn money out of thin air because you're taking advantage of us, then I say, you, I got a problem with you. Welcome, everybody. Kevin Jackson, you're listening to the Kevin Jackson Network. 844 551 I don't need to recount all the things of Jeffrey Epstein. He's a convicted uh, sex offender. I don't know whether that's legit or not. I didn't. I haven't researched him, him to that degree. I'm going to go with it and say he probably is. There's there's enough buzzards circling around that carcass for me to know. Eh, that carcass is dead. <laughs> that's they're they're going to swoop in here pretty soon. So he's certainly a sexual deviant. Let me put it this way: sex was on his brain, but I don't know whether he was a Hugh Hefner type guy where it was just sex was on his brain or. I suspect Jeffrey Epstein knew what would happen if he could get these people to come together and he could give them all the carnal, crazy pleasure they wanted. And he just took a few pictures and videotaped a few folks. The most elite people in the world indulging their sexual fantasies on Epstein's island. He provided young girls, young boys, whatever you wanted. One can only imagine what elitists like that demand. When you can have anything and everything, here's what I think. I think you tend to push the envelope. I think you keep poking the line, you know, putting your toe up against the line saying, can I go further? You know, diving. Some just dove right into the deep end. There's no question in my mind. That's what people did on his island. I don't know the layout. I haven't seen schematics, aerial view, nothing. But I can only imagine this place had to be just, as my grandfather would say, it was swanky. <laughs> that place was swanky. <laughs> Do they even use that word anymore? It's too close to skanky. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I got to be careful. But my grandfather would say, yeah, I went to this place. It was swanky. And that meant, whoo, they paid some money for it. Probably like, you know, probably like a holiday. Inn. It was swanky. <laughs> Didn't take much to impress us. We was Poe. Anyway. Epstein, like any great extortionist, I believe, you know, captured the Kodak moments. A look at his archives would likely make a street prostitute blush. She was like, oh my God, don't show me no more. Don't show me no more. (laughs) Pictures and videos in hand, Epstein could go to work. The sky is the limit. Once you get pictures and videos of these powerful people, Prince Andrew... Is, is is supposedly involved with Epstein. And he has been, the, the crown, I think, has disassociated themselves from him because they knew it. I watched the movie, it was with a Jason Stratham. It was based on a true story where they had pictures of the, the princess in orgies. And a guy had those pictures in a safe deposit box. And they robbed, when some guys robbed the bank, they took those pictures and it was a huge scandal in Britain. Because the princess, as it turns out, wasn't quite as princessy as they thought. And so they wanted to keep a lid on it. 
but at the same time, the woman who was who was film who filmed that had all these other British aristocrats, you know, with their dominatrixes and whatever. And how do how do you say dominatrix in plural? But whatever they they had them all had the pictures of all these people, these high ranking Brits, House of Commons and House of Lords, judges, magistrates, whatever, right? And it was it was getting back at all costs. And the lady, who, who she was the one that took them, and they were so mad at her because every and you know when people went there, they thought, oh, we're protected. This will never get out. See, the the elites go. They, they, like I said, it's very rare that these people get to let their their hair down because they always think, oh, the person is that with me is after my money. This person's after my money. My accountant's after my money. So when somebody like Epstein says, "Come here, you can indulge your carnal pleasures. Here, everything is free. You can just do whatever you want, and there's no ramifications. No one will look at you differently because you're all know now that you're all a bunch of freaks." Oh, look at you, Bill. Look at you, Jeff. Look at you so-and-so we're all freaks here we all have a little dirty on each other now and i suspect that when somebody was under epstein's thumb they got off his list by by tricking somebody else to to visit the island (laughs) i do believe this epstein's clientele helped him grow the list they would say he would say now bill you know i've got you over a barrel and gates would go yeah, you do, Jeff. And he, and then he go, well, if you could get Jeff Bezos to come in, and then Bill Gates would be like, hey, Jeff, there's this great island. Uh, you should come check it out with me. A guy will pick us up in his plane or take your own plane, and yeah, but you'll love it. He's a great guy. Because, you know, let me tell you, Bill Gates is afraid for people to know what he did, man. He's like, ooh, I don't want people to know what I was up to. Yep. So they he for you to get off the list, you had to get somebody else on the list. That's how it worked, and and you didn't get off the list, but it it made Epstein say, okay, I'll I'll leave you alone for a while. This is what I suspect. More on this subject when we get back. The Kevin Jackson Radio Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It has to end here. Uh, Actually, it's just gotten started. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. To believe me and my theory... If Epstein knew exactly what he was doing when he invited people to the island, you'd have to believe that there are people out there who will get dirt on other people and then use said dirt in order to extort other people. Now, I'm not going to tell you that that's a fact, but I will tell you that I think it exists. What do you think? 
Do you think there are people out there who extort folks? Do you think that there are spy agencies that extort people like Swalwell? Some people believe Justice Roberts was being extorted when he signed Obamacare. When you look at things and it doesn't quite add up, do you ask yourself, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Do you, do you wonder, I wonder if they have, you know, something on them. We used to joke and say, you know, who's got naked pictures of him with puppies, right? Stuff like that. We would say that as a, <laughs> still funny, makes me laugh. But we would talk about this, that ooh, somebody's got pictures on him, meaning, you know, compromising pictures. It's a term used. It's something we know happens. It is, quite frankly, it's par for the course. People get dirt on you and they use it against you. And this is why I tell people, especially youngsters, you better live your life like everything you do is public. And you have to, uh, more than at any time in history, I'm, I believe this statement to be true. You better live your life as if every aspect of what you do is public. And people know your character, especially in a time now of chat GPT and AI and the ability for people to use your voice, the things that you say, create something else, use your, your picture and create things, make it look like you said or did whatever you didn't do. I mean, this is the movie Running Man all over again. This is the movie made, what, in the 80s where they you know, made it appear as though the guy fired on a, a crowd of people when he really didn't. And they had to go get the tape and show that it was a lie. This was a movie back in the eighties for we're 40 years beyond this. And now people can do whatever they want. We, do we have that clip? I think we deleted it, but there was a chat GPT of Biden talking to Hunter. And I'm not kidding you one bit. You could not tell that that was not Biden. And he was saying things like, okay, look, it's getting pretty hairy here. They got us. Let's call Barack and Michelle. You know, let's go. It's time to get them involved. It sounded just like Joe and his son, the crackhead, were having a conversation. And I remember getting it and going, "Mm -mm, I'm not playing this. I've learned how to look at things and go, that doesn't, that doesn't feel right. And this certainly didn't feel right. But let me tell you what does feel right. Epstein bringing people to his island, indulging all their sexual fantasies, getting dirt on them, and then leveraging them to go get other people and saying, look, I'll, I'll cut you some slack if you find me somebody else. I, I liken it to uh, when people would do what, what I call the proxy scam with Hamilton. You know, the, the play Hamilton? Well, if you don't, it was... A group of black folks did this, well, not just blacks, Puerto Ricans and whatever. They put this show Hamilton together in New York, and they won't even let any white people be in the cast. It's a movie about founding fathers with no whites. Horrible music, horrible play. Uh, I remember the tickets were $800. We gave away tickets to Hamilton because I was like, I'm not going to see this drivel. And I would read the reviews on it. And white people would be like, oh, it was an amazing experience. They wouldn't say it was phenomenal. You, It's a must-see. They would do all the platitudes. It's like if somebody can't really sing in karaoke, and the karaoke guy goes, hey, you haven't heard a song done like that before. And you're going, well, what was that? Was that a good or a bad? Of course, it was bad. But he can't say it's bad. And that's what guilty white people did when they saw Hamilton. It was Broadway reparations. 
The play sucked, but these white people participated in a guilted forward operation that kept other white people going to see this drivel for months, over a year, maybe two years. And by the time people actually knew that the play was laughable, game over. Gotcha, white people. The proxy scam had lots of new members who had fallen prey to extortionists, Broadway extortionists, who said, I'm not going to be the only clown to watch this show and not be able to tell people that it sucked because black people and brown people were in it. I'm not going to be the only one. You're going to pay your Broadway reparations and I'm going to substitute you so I don't have to feel bad. The problem is, it's one thing to do that with Hollywood, you know, with Broadway. It's a whole other thing to do it with Epstein. See, the stakes are a lot higher when you have a professional extortionist that some people say may have worked for the CIA. See, with Epstein, lives could be ruined. Fortunes could be lost with what he had on people. And I'm telling you, I think this guy had so much clout. Once he got you, it was the fear of death. Bill Gates had to fear Epstein. And now I want to get to this information of one of his suckers, Bill Gates, because they say new information suggests that Jeffrey Epstein discovered an affair between Bill Gates and a Russian bridge player. And he used this knowledge to threaten the tech mogul. This is from the Wall Street Journal folks on Sunday. They, they, they even put that he might have been a spy or a blackmail agent. I don't know for whom. The details from the report, they write, indicate that the woman, Mila Antonova, met Gates in 2010 when she was in her late 20s. Epstein encountered her in 2013, later sponsoring her attendance at a software coding school. In 2017, Epstein emailed Gates seeking reimbursement for Antonova's course fees after failing to involve Gates in a charitable fund he attempted to establish with J.P. Morgan Chase. I, let me just say this, and you correct me if I'm wrong, if you disagree, but for a convicted pedophile or rapist or whatever Epstein was, wasn't he walking in some pretty magnificent circles? I mean, does this remind you of anybody, Crackhead Hunter Biden? Um, I don't want to give you any hints, Crackhead Hunter Biden, but does this remind you of someone, Crackhead Hunter Biden, that's getting away with something that you go, wait a minute, this person's not, you know, is you most people would look at this person, Crackhead Hunter Biden, and say, I don't want to be around this. I don't want to be associated with this person. But then they put him on boards and they pay him lots of money. J.P. Morgan Chase hanging out with a rapist? Bill Gates, well, I didn't do enough research on him, and I, I you know, I, I never should have met him. I, I just never should have taken the meeting, uh, meetings, I mean, and, you know, visitations on the island, and, I don't know, having that casita named after me on Epstein Island, and building that nightclub where all the little kitties dance on Epstein Island that I funded through the Gates Foundation. <sighs> Whatever. Bill Gates's spokeswoman responded to the allegation, stating that Gates had met Epstein solely for philanthropic purposes and that Epstein's effort to leverage a past relationship to threaten Gates were unsuccessful. So they admit that they were trying to 
extort gates. I, I just want to stop you, Siri, for just a second and, and tell you this. One of the richest men in the world. This is a guy that could put private investigators on you. He could make your life miserable with the money that he had. And he could do it as an invisible hand. And Epstein had the nerve to say to him, gotcha. Just think about that for a bit. What did Epstein, Epstein either had a pair the size of Alaska or he had the goods. But I'm not buying Bill, Bill Gates' statement. I've met some slugs in my life, folks. I don't disavow them. Bill Gates said, my association with Epstein was a mistake. Yeah. You know what you would say if you didn't do anything? I'd say, Here's what I'd say. Look, I met Epstein. I didn't research him. I, I, I was at a party. Came up to me. He asked me to talk about philanthropic stuff, to donate to his foundation. I told him, get check with my people, blah, blah, blah. That was it. He asked me for a dinner. I said, sure, whatever. I went. And he, you know, I, I knew something was off. And that was it. That was my interaction. I wouldn't. They're running from this. They're running from this. I don't buy it. I've met some people that are dirty. But it doesn't, the dirt doesn't get on me. If, if I had dinner with a guy and he was a, yeah, whatever, whatever he is, he was a murderer. Kevin, you were seen with a murderer. I'd go, I didn't know he was a murderer. And here's what we talked about. We talked about him. He now wants to help kids because he, you know, he took away somebody's daddy and he's like, I want to do, do, that's what we talked about. Now, if you want to try to paint me with him, you got the wrong Negro. You got to love the Negro man. Because I am not part of what he is. That's why I don't buy this. Unless you're involved with the person in question in whatever their debauchery is, you're not going to own what they did. We all know people who've done bad things. All of us. From a personal perspective, my father did bad things. But that's on him, not on me. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kevin Jackson Radio Show. Con Kevino Jacksones. I talked earlier about Pride Night at the Dodgers. We were spending so much time on LGBT issues. And um, I, there's this story about a transgender athlete took second place in a uh, high school track and field competition. I'm actually surprised they took second. When I saw the headline, because this girl was upset. That she didn't get on the podium, and I was like, hmm, and she gave a thumbs down. And I thought, what's that about? Well, it turned out this person took second, not first, which is a shocker because our transgender transgender athletes, I I was disappointed. Why didn't you go over there and dominate them girls? Don't worry, next year we'll get them. (laughs) And the year after that, 
I, the, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to when they do a women's event at the Olympics and it's all transgender men. I live for that day. I'm going to celebrate. You would think I had a child. You would think I, I birthed a baby when, when that happens. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to party like it's 1999. I'm going to tell you what. Welcome, folks. Kevin Jackson's you're listening to. Listen, I want you to get in the action. I want you to join me. Go to the Kevin Jackson Network. And when you get there, you'll find there's lots of things to click on. And you'll start clicking on those different things like my movie, Bleeding Blue. We got a new movie coming up, uh, some other stuff. I, just do me a favor and go click on some stuff. <laughs> go to the Flick Fest. Our, our apps are in the App Store. I know they've been submitted. I'm, I'm almost sure they'll be in the, by the 1st of June. So in other words, you'll have the app on your phone to watch movies on the Flick Fest. $4.99 a month, less than a cup of coffee at that place. You know, I won't say it, but that place, which is now $6 a cup of coffee at that place. So you could, for one cup of coffee at that place, you could watch amazing films. Amazing films. And and I'm telling you, we're going to be blowing your mind with what we submit, what we offer. So there's that. And then there's a ton of other things that you can get involved in. You'll find out what we're doing. And we're, we're so innovative. I wish people really knew how innovative our team is and how we do it on the budget. We have a list of people. that They have people that take a dollar as salary. Isn't that crazy? They're like, well, it's a technicality, but because, you know, I got to keep it clean with the IRS. Cause like, oh, yeah, you got a bunch of money. You're underpaying your child labor <laughs> for 50 year old people, child labor. But the point is, they don't want anything. They just want to help. But it's not fair to them. But anyway, we're redoing merch. We're redoing everything. And here's what we're really redoing. We're redoing the message. We've spent a lot of time on marketing and and things look pretty but we I want I told my my team we've got to capture the message what are we about and I think we're starting to do that really well so and and uh, we've done some things to get the word out we just have to we have to with God whispering in my ear here's what I want you to do got a call from my brother he says hey man this is working for me I was like oh you know we'll, we'll see what it what it does but we're going to push the envelope. We're going to try to get my Q score way up there. So people got to take a listen. Because we're not, all of us, we're nothing but vessels. And every time you have that interaction with somebody, you want to make sure your positive message is resonating. It's radiating. Not negativity, positivity. And despite what, you know, people, without getting all sanctimonious, people say it all the time. You, you know, we're not going to do it unless we get closer to God, unless God's in our lives. And it sounds, you know, like a bunch of Christian Bible thumpers, but it's not. When people say get God in your life, they're talking about do something positive, be positive about things, do good works, do things that you would be proud to put your name on. As Democrats, are you proud to put your name on the stuff that you do? You know, beating people up. I mean, they fill our jails. They fill our minds with filth. I mean, the minds of our children, all of it. I could go down the list. They're just vile people. I'm not going to ask them how they sleep at night. I know how they sleep at night. They don't care. They don't have a moral core. Let me get back to this. So this transgender athlete takes second place 
it was a high school race to, to determine who's going to go to the next level. And Athena Ryan, a junior from Sonona Academy, claimed the silver medal in the Varsity Girls 1600 meter run during the North Coast Meet of Champions, California's finals. Ryan, a transgender female, now qualifies for the California Interscholastic Federation State Track and Field Championships. Whoa, got that out in one voice and one breath. Because she finished in the top three. Well, the girl who finished second wasn't, I mean, a fourth wasn't very happy because that's her spot on the podium. I don't know how much separated first from third or first from fourth, but I do know this. There's a dude in there now who ran and took the spot of a girl. And if it were my daughter, I'd be pretty upset about it. And here we are. We're, we're, I mean, the amount of time, and I talked about it earlier, the amount of time we spend on this stuff fascinates me. I don't think there's anywhere in the world where they're talking about this to this degree. And that's why, that's what draws me into it. Because I say to myself, what is the real agenda? If the world cannot focus on this type of nonsense, what is the real agenda? Because we shouldn't be. Years ago, we made this video called Secondhand Smoke. And it showed a guy smoking a cigar and he blows out a puff. And then the puff becomes live. You know, it, it, it leaves the cigar bar, goes down the street. And as it's whiz whizzing by people, people are kind of like, what? They're looking at it and stuff like this. And it goes into a room where there's a little boy and it keeps playing with the uh, the TV. It turns the TV on and off. You should see it. It's a clever little commercial. And then at the very end, we have an, uh, a voiceover that says, secondhand smoke. It could kill you. <laughs> and, you know, like it's a thief in the night sneaking in, etc. And, and And the joke of it was when we were making it is we're the only country in the world who's concerned about secondhand smoke. I want you to ask yourself, how much time do you have to have on your hands for you to go, you know what? I think we need to study secondhand smoke. Now, I get it. I grew up in a family where my grandfather, you know, choked us out when we were taking trips. He wouldn't roll down the window and he would just the car would be full of smoke. And finally, I was the only one brave enough. I'd say, Dad, Ernest, can you please roll down the window? Oh, yeah. He roll it down and the smoke would billow out. And I used to joke when I would give speeches and say we look like we were part of a Cheech and Chong movie. But we did. And people know this is the case. So I get how somebody said, oh, yeah, I had secondhand smoke when I was a kid. But it wasn't like we were dying on like all of us had emphysema or something. We weren't dying like that. We had, you know, we got exposed to secondhand smoke and that was it. What else have we been exposed to that you don't know? Oh, that's right. Argon gas and whatever else. There's, we have so much time and money on our hands that we can deal with stupid stuff. And the transgender thing is people with too much time and money on their hands. Somebody's like, oh, they need separate bathrooms. No, they don't. They've been using whatever bathroom they were using for decades. And nobody cared. Nobody ever said a word about it until somebody went, I wonder what, are you comfortable using that bathroom? I don't know about you. I, I, I know this. I've seen transgender people out and about. I, I don't know that I've ever encountered one in a bathroom. Uh, here's what I'm going to make you a bet. The majority of us have never encountered, or rarely, we've rarely encountered a situation of a trans person in a bathroom. Why? 
because they're good at it. You don't even know. They just go in, they do their business, and they're in and they're out. And I will even tell you this. If a woman walked into the men's bathroom and used it, I wouldn't say anything. I mean, I'm not talking about the urinal. I might go, okay, girl. But if she went in and used the toilet, dressed up as womanly as she wanted to be, I wouldn't say a word. Now, if a man goes into a girl's a woman's restroom, I'd probably take notice. I'd probably go, hey, fella, <laughs> might want to go over to the caballeros, right? But for the most part, the point is, unless something's really weird, we don't really pay that much attention. We care about our kids going into the men's bathroom because we go, hmm, I don't want my child to get molested or whatever. But for the most part, we, we just, we figured it out until we didn't. When did all this become a thing? You know the answer. Some leftists just went, you know what? Uh, there's this, I was in college and I studied this subject and we did this and it was about gender and sexuality. And, and the next thing you know, we got legislation out the wazoo. We got to bring special attention to a group that is a blip on the radar. And all we should be really thinking about is their humanity. That's it. But nope, I'm sorry, or their hue, hue, non-conformity, E-D. Putting an end to identity politics. And now for something completely different. This is the Kevin Jackson Radio Show.